0: It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one.
1: Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, where the deputy's SUV investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked.
0: multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin.
1: Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking on the Senate computers, nothing can be oh,
0: could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him.
1: Here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Welcome again to Information Operation. Today we have Matthew DiPerno, who's a constitutional attorney in Michigan. You may have heard of him because of the Antrim County audit, which uh, I'll let him tell the story. But he actually was one of the first, if maybe one of the only attorneys, to get a case in front of a judge where the evidence was actually heard in the election fraud last November. Uh, Welcome, Matthew.
0: Hey, thanks for having me on, Tom.
1: So um, you have released a lot of information. There were some initial things that came out on the initial report. Uh, uh, what was that, in November, December? When it was Antrim, December 14th. Okay. and But recently you've come up, you've released kind of some final uh, data that you found in the audit of Antrim County machines. It was 22 machines, is that right? Something like that?
0: Um, there are 15. Okay. Um, there's the main there's the main server that sits in the county building Mm -hmm. we call that the ems stands for election management server okay that's essentially the brains of the network um and then there are uh 15 uh, or 16 actually because mancelona township has two tabulators 16 uh tabulator machines that connect uh to that uh, network um and transmit the results from township to the uh, EMS.
1: So you found some really interesting things and I won't get into it, you know, with the motherboards and other things, but could you just give us a 30,000 foot view of take us how you got this case into court, uh, what the initial results were, and then I'd, I'd really like you to go into in depth as to what you reported finally uh, about 10 days ago or so.
0: Yeah, thanks. Um, We got involved in this case uh, um, end of November, about November 23rd, we filed a lawsuit in Antrim County uh, asking the court to to allow us to conduct a forensic examination of uh, these uh, election voting machines, uh, the Dominion voting machines uh, that sit in Antrim County. Um, The judge allowed us to do that, and we, uh, we put a report out on December 14th uh, and that report states uh, that the uh, our experts concluded that the Dominion voting system is intentionally designed to generate errors in order to influence um, the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that has to
1: get pushed to adjudication by a human. Is that correct?
0: Correct. Um, so the the so everyone understands the the adjudication process. Uh, when uh, you vote you you put your you in you you fill out a, a ballot
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, a paper ballot in Antrim county and you um, advise the voting machine essentially of your intent who you want to vote for you put that uh, ballot into the a tabulator that tabulator converts your ballot into data and then transmits that data uh to the EMS, the election management mm-hmm. system where the mm-hmm. your vote is then tabulated or collected by the county uh, and then pushed off to either the state uh, or some other third party to actually tabulate statewide votes. Uh, so we wanted to see how this tabulation worked in Antrim County because it was so messed up on election night.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, Joe Biden won essentially 65 to 35, which was unheard of uh, in in this county. Everyone knew the results were wrong, um, and the the state came out later, the, the county came out later to correct their vote. They corrected the vote on November 5th that was still wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh corrected again on November 21st, where they finally got to what they believed to be the correct results. So, so our initial famous question,
1: the famous glitch or whatever that they put out. in yeah, the red, right?
0: What they call the glitch or human error.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we believe it was not human error. We believe it was a, uh, a malfunction, a computer malfunction or an algorithm at work that caused these r- results to, to be the way they were. And so we wanted to uh, find out what happened. My client wanted to find out what happened uh in his county to ensure that that people could trust the voting system and what we initially found out was that these machines generate a high number of errors and that's done intentionally uh, because when you have an error with these machines uh, and you can select uh, a number of interface options on the machine uh, to generate errors People don't understand that, but this is essentially a tabulator as a scanner. Yeah. So it scans your ballots. So you have options within the machine to loosen up or tighten up those scanning features. So and, and you,
1: the, the error rate you're talking about was off the charts. I mean, the legal rate is what, less than 1%? And you were finding what?
0: Well, we found 65% <laughs>
1: error rates. Right.
0: Um, and it's the way the machines are set up, so you can yeah. tighten up or loosen up those scanner settings. Um, so let's for our say, audience,
1: sixty-five percent of the votes were sent to a human to decide who they voted for. Well,
0: that th- what what that meant was sixty-five percent of the votes put into the machine generated an error. Right. And and the way the system is set up, those six those errors, those ballots that generate errors, are sent to adjudication. So yes. Right. Um, so as I was saying, you can you can tighten up or loosen up these scanner settings uh, to make the machine accept ballots that have errors and not generate an error. So let's say you you have a your your sharpie marker and you just want to write uh, uh, something on your ballot. You could write "Joe Biden is not president" right across the front of your ballot. Typically, that scanner would reject your ballot you haven't filled out the bubbles correctly. right? Well, you can set the scanner to accept that, okay? Yeah. Um, you can loosen it up that much where it just takes anything you, you want it to. Or you could tighten it up so hard that it doesn't accept anything. It generates errors for any everything. Errors are important because a ballot with an error goes to adjudication. And an error can be a write-in candidate, um, a undervote, and overvote, stray marks uh, anywhere on the ballot generate errors. Uh, so you can see how if there is a bad actor in some precinct, they could adjust these scanners to a way that generates a lot of errors in order to dr- trigger adjudication. Um, and these scanners have two output ports on them, one on the back and one underneath. And you don't see this as a voter when you go to vote. You, you just think you put your ballot in and it's counted. But that scanner itself, right. read the ballot. If it accepts it, it puts it out the back of the, the scanner into a bin that you don't see, but it's underneath the scanner. Um, if it creates an error, it puts it into adjudication and that ballot comes out the bottom of the scanner, which, again, you don't see. Hmm. So you don't even know what's happening to your ballot when you vote. Right. So that was our initial finding that these machines generate high error rates and they generate so, high error rates.
1: Rate. The question, how, how do you, if 65% of the votes were bad. must've been a pile of ballots on the floor. I mean, because if they were spitting them all out to the, the adjudication box, which normally gets less than 1%, right? Well,
0: yeah. But again, again, the, 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 it's not on the floor, it's in a bin under the, right. the, the, the machine. Right. Right. And the machine sits on what looks like a big garbage can, and but I people see. don't realize that the garbage can has different sections in it. I okay? See. Okay. Good okay. ballots right. and bad ballots go into them, and you don't know. You just put your ballot in and you walk away. Uh, right. And then someone else, someone else somewhere is able to look at those scanned ballots that go into adjudication um, sure. and sure. adjudicate them somewhere off-site, a different room, a different city, a different county different, different state, different country. <laughs> um, you, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, so that's an important thing that we found initially. Uh, so that got us, that started us moving down the road as to, to figure out why. Why would you have a machine like this? Uh, why would the state of Michigan in 2017 appropriate the money to buy these types of machines? Um, when we knew Texas at the same time had rejected these machines, Yeah. Why would our state legislature, uh, agree to purchase these? Um, and we wanted to find out more,
1: same thing in Georgia, same thing elsewhere.
0: Yeah. We wanted to find out more how they actually worked and how they actually counted the vote in Antrim County. And that's Mm -hmm. important to us and, and still important. So we started doing more investigating, uh, studying of these, uh, machines. Um, and this uh, last couple of weeks, we put out another report in the form of a brief, um, which provided even more detail. We revealed, I think, four pretty important things. Um, we revealed an algorithm that's at work in the state of Michigan. Um, we revealed um, the, uh, uh, the fact that the Dominion machines, when we looked at Dominion machines and es machines, um just a different machine right mm-hmm. in michigan you can use dominion machines es machines or hart intercivic machines
1: mm-hmm.
0: they ultimately all trace their roots back to the same company
1: right um, yeah
0: they essentially all run the same program right they just look different on the outside but under the hood it's the same machine um, so we, real, we, we revealed that in these machines, we found either actual modems um, or remnants of foreign internet connections going right. through mm-hmm. Taiwan or uh, Germany cloud servers. So that was important because we had been told already that uh, these uh, machines are not connected to the internet. Uh, we revealed that in Antrim County, they had purchased 17 external USB modems. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they had told us previously, these machines are not connected to the internet. Right. Uh, and we discovered months later that they actually purchased modems, external modems, right? Right. Um, we knew that was interesting and odd because when we went and inspected some of the machines back in November, we found that the security features on these machines uh, were ignored. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some of the tabulators we looked at did not have the magnetic security tape along the sides of them, uh, which means someone had removed the tape. And if you remove the tape, you can get inside the machine.
1: Right.
0: Inside the machine, you can install a modem on a motherboard. Uh, These motherboards have a slot for a modem.
1: Right. That doesn't mean
0: all of them have the modem. But it means that there's a slot for it, and when you see that a tabulator no longer has the security tape along the side, and that the meant, yeah, and the possibility to put a modem in—that's a problem. Right. Um, we also found that the locks on the external ports were missing on some of the tabulators, uh, and that's important because at any point during election day, if there's a lull in the number of voters. Uh, or any voter themselves could simply walk up to that tabulator and yeah. insert uh, uh external USB drive into that tabulator and and run a program. Right. Install a virus. Install install uh, malware. Or now we learn connect a external USB modem to it
1: and change the tabulations that have been
0: stolen. change the tabulations exactly. Right. Uh, so all of that is a possibility. Um, we also found out uh, that uh, on the actual Dominion EMS, the, the main machine, the election management system that sits in Antrim County, we found not only were all the security protocols lapsing uh, in the, the way they manage their system, but there's also, we found in, uh, uh, an implant program This is a Microsoft SQL uh, management software program that is not election commission certified. Should not be on the machine, is not authorized to be on the machine. And this program allows a person to uh, circumvent all security protocol
1: Hmm. uh,
0: and go directly to the database and edit uh, the data on the election management system, um, edit it before it's sent off to the state of Michigan, the secretary of state. That's a so huge problem. The votes. It's, it's, What's that? Change the votes. Oh, right. change the votes, do anything we want. And we know, but when we look at the Dominion manual itself, this is how crazy this the system is. The manual itself tells you how to download the results off the system onto a laptop, how to upload those results into a a Excel program, change them, and then uh, re-upload them back to the election management system. The manual tells you how to do that. Uh, And now we know that there's uh, an implant program on this system that gives you the capability to do that. All you have to do is gain access to the system through an internet connection, right? Yeah. Um, and the fourth thing we found uh, was that there's a dedicated network in the state, uh, an intranet, so to speak, huh? the way we I like to describe it, uh, where programs, computer pro, computers in the in the county uh, may not be connected to the internet directly, but they are on a dedicated network. And, and so the, the county clerk's office can talk to the sheriff's office. They yeah. can talk to other county, the parks department, right? They can all talk together because the entire county is networked. Um, and all you have to do, if you're a bad actor, is breach that network somewhere. And if you can yeah. breach the yeah. network and you are on the Internet, then the entire network's on the Internet. Uh, and it's remarkable to me that in our day and age people still don't understand how computers work and you still have to explain this stuff to people in the year 2021 uh and it's really a foreign concept to a lot of people uh the idea of what a network is how you breach a network and if you're on the internet you suddenly the entire network is on the internet just like the story we heard I think it was in Georgia where they breached the network through a thermostat, right? You heard that story, right? Yep. Um, So it doesn't matter where your breach point is. Once you breach, you're in the network. Uh, But we found it goes beyond that. These counties talk to each other on this dedicated network. Uh, It's not exclusive to a county, but they're also connected to each other. So in Michigan, Kent County can talk to Antrim County. They can talk to Wayne County, which is where Detroit is. They can talk to other counties. They're all talking together on election night. So anywhere along that network, all you need is one breach, one person to get to any point, and you're on the network for the entire state. Uh, And you can can wreak havoc at that point.
1: What's been the response of the attorney general to your findings?
0: They've entirely ignored it. Uh, even at the hearing we had, uh, where we revealed this information, they ignored it, um, like it doesn't exist, uh, like it's not important. But it does exist, and it is. What important. about the media? The media is com- about the
1: media part. Our-
0: the media has also completely ignored it in Michigan, uh, intentionally. We know it's intentional because um, I sent out a tweet um asking why the media wasn't covering this uh my tweet was a sort of a little snarky in the sense that i i i assumed that the media was uh um at a meeting at the secretary of state's office right waiting to be told what to write Uh, and uh so i expected a story to come out once the secretary of state allowed the media to to release a story but the media, about 12 people from the media, quickly responded to me, telling me what they were doing. Um, They were uh, doing gardening work. One of them was watching (laughs) cartoons. Another was filling out a rebate form at uh, Walmart. Another was doing their laundry. So they wanted me to know that they weren't doing anything with the story. Completely, and they have. They've entirely ignored the fact that we have found, number one, an algorithm that works in the state of Michigan. Tell
1: us about that. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, but first, what they wanted me to know is, I mean, they are are ignoring the fact that we found an algorithm. We found um, uh, a way to breach the system. We found a dedicated network. uh, These are important things. And we found this Microsoft SQL program on the uh, uh, election management system, totally ignored. This is huge stuff, this is so important. Um, And not one media person has the courage uh, to write a story about what we actually found. This calls into question a lot of problems in our election system, number one, but it also validates uh, so many of the affidavits Mm -hmm. that were initially signed by people that were dismissed by liberal courts who claim that they hadn't seen any evidence of fraud. Right. But the information we put out actually validates so much of that. Uh, and again, that's I think that's why it's being ignored. Uh, but the algorithm itself is an algorithm that was uh, discovered by uh, Dr. Frank, a, a physicist, mathematician, and he was able to look at the 2020 census data um, and and graph the 2020 census um, per age group, uh, and then he was able to look at the actual number of registrations uh, in, this, in nine counties in the state of Michigan um, based on the data from the Secretary of State, what we call in Michigan the qualified uh, uh, voter rolls an actual data file with everyone's uh registration information addresses um what elections they voted in it doesn't tell us who they voted for obviously but data yeah. is all contained in there in terms of who votes who doesn't vote uh and where they live their registration information um and we found and again this is a, a file that that was downloaded november 6. so it should contain the most up-to-date data, correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I would think so, it's as close to election day as you can get yeah. uh, in terms of the download. Um, so this, based on that, we were able to graph out the actual number of registered voters per county. And in nine counties we looked at, uh, every one of them had uh, more registered voters than eligible voters right. uh, in the county. For instance, Antrim County has 125.5% registered voters compared to eligible voters. That's a huge Mm -hmm. problem. That tells us that the Secretary of State is not uh, keeping her voter rolls clean, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, She's not deleting people who shouldn't be there, or they're adding people that shouldn't be there. Um, uh, But she's not maintaining the voter roll properly. and then based on that, those, those two uh, points, which are just totally data, 100% data that we got from the state of Michigan uh, and from the US census for 2019, he was able to graph out or create an algorithm that, that would be able to predict um, the actual ballots cast uh, per age group in the state of Michigan. Uh, and then when he, he does that prediction, then overlays the actual results, the actual real number of ballots cast, he sees that there's a correlation of 0.997 or 0.998 in certain counties. And in Macomb County, the correlation is mean, Yeah, uh, which means it's perfect, which means, yeah. which means there's actually um, an algorithm at work That's affecting the votes.
1: And you said this was across Uh, Michigan, right?
0: Well, it's across nine counties that we looked at so far, but it works in every county. Mm -hmm. Um, The algorithms also work in uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, Colorado, Texas. Uh, Not the same algorithm. And that's what's really interesting Mm -hmm. is the algorithm in Michigan doesn't work in Ohio. And the algorithm in Ohio doesn't work in Pennsylvania and so on. Okay. They're all different.
1: Essentially what you're saying is that they ignored the real votes and just used this algorithm to project a certain picture of votes that happened. Is that?
0: Right. So so at, at, at 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock at night on election night, we are told uh, that a machine has stopped working in various parts of the state, right? Mm-hmm. You've, you've heard all those stories. Oh, yeah. Um, And we're shown at the bottom in the right-hand part of the screen, it says 99% of the vote is in, Uh, but the lower left-hand part of the screen, the the votes are still moving. They're going up, they're going, you know, they're still counting. Uh, But 99% stays that way for hours. Um, And it's our theory that what's happening is the, the machine is still working, but what it's now doing is reviewing that qualified voter file. It's, Mm -hmm. Determining who has voted. And once we know who has voted, and then the machine is able to assign voters who haven't voted
1: mm-hmm.
0: to phantom ballots.
1: Right. Uh,
0: the ballots that show up with the white van at the TCF Center in Detroit at 3 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. Um, now they know how far behind they are uh, in an election, they know how many votes they need to add how many ballots they need to put in the box. Um, But there's always the problem with doing that is you don't have a voter actually attached to a ballot. So if there ever was an audit done, you'd find that you have ballots in the machine not attached to a voter. Uh, Where
1: do do you stand in Michigan as far as further action or further audits?
0: Well, we're trying to do a, a full audit in Antrim County now. That's our next step. And we're trying to put pressure on uh, the legislator, legislature to do a full audit uh, in certain counties in the state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. And right now they're resistant, and they're resistant because the Republicans in Michigan, uh, uh, you know, they keep telling me they don't want to look in the past. They want to just move forward, right?
1: right. Uh,
0: they have no interest in actually doing an investigation of what happened. Um, and I've been told by a number of them that they They believe that having Joe Biden as president helps them in 2022 because they think they'll pick up more Republican seats, Uh, which to me is a terrible strategy because we're not solving the actual problem. The actual problem is the voting machines and how you can manipulate.
1: That's just a self-interested, you know, we don't give a damn about the people. We only care about ourselves. Got yeah, on. we
0: have to fix the problem. In 2022, right. we're going to have the same problem with the same machines that can manipulate the same uh, right. votes in the same way. Uh, and it has to be solved. We should not have machines that connect to the internet and can manipulate votes. Yeah. Um, you know, We we can see now, we know how to manipulate votes through uh, the tabulators and the election management. Mm-hmm. I could show someone how to run votes through that machine, Uh, 100 ballots, 50 for Joe Biden and 50 for Donald Trump, and once those those results are transferred to the EMS, I can show you how to change votes
1: Mm -hmm. right there, and then how
0: to send those votes to the Secretary of State without anyone knowing that there's a vote change. That's a problem. We shouldn't have a machine that allows you to do that. Uh, It has to be fixed.
1: What are your next steps in Michigan? You know, it, we, I think there's progress in Georgia. Arizona obviously is happening as we speak. New Hampshire is making noise that you know they're gonna get an audit done. What, what, what are your thoughts and what do you need to get more progress in Michigan?
0: I think we need, we need more people to, to rise up here in the state of Michigan and contact their state uh, representatives and demand that there's an audit. Uh, And there should be an audit. I mean, in in Wayne County, which is where Detroit is, 72% of the precincts in that county uh, did not balance on election night, meaning there were more votes or less votes, I guess, than uh, recorded than what they actually showed for people who showed up to vote. Uh, That's a problem. You shouldn't have more people. You shouldn't have more ballots than people who
1: came to the polls
0: but they can't balance them. 72% of one county cannot be balanced and yet they certified that county. Yeah. Uh, that's a real problem and our our representatives should want to demand an answer to that. They want to, they should know, want to know uh, what happened. Uh, we shouldn't certify elections where we can't balance precincts.
1: Uh, of course. Well, that's been highly informative, Matthew. Thank you. Is there anything else you want people to know about what happened in antrim county or michigan
0: well the the, you know our case still continues it's uh we're still going through data and and uh, trying to understand exactly what happened uh in that county but every it seems like every day we get more information and we're putting more information out and people need to pay attention to this case because it is so important we actually are the only case where a judge has allowed us to do discovery so that we can understand Number One, how the machines work, uh, mm-hmm. what what the programming looks like um and and provide a an actual reasonable explanation uh, for the mistakes that occurred that are not just brushed off as a glitch or human error
1: right. Well, thank you very much. I want to have you back on when uh, more of this and when you make more progress or or lack of progress, and we can keep the heat on Michigan. so No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate your time and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Take 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 care. care. Cheers.